0: Welcome back to another episode of Our Street Neighbors. I'm your host, JJD. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of building trust and relationships with the patients that street medicine teams encounter. Also, we're going to talk about how existing street medicine team members can serve as a tool to help build trust when adding in a new team member. Finally, we'll talk about how a whole person approach can really bridge the gap between patient and provider. We are joined today by Ruchi Dalal, who is a physician assistant with the Valley Health Partners Street Medicine Program.
1: Welcome to the podcast, Ruchi. Hi, JJD. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about how to build trust and relationships between patients. Working in the street medicine setting, how is it possible to bridge the gap between a provider and patient, especially in that outdoor setting?
2: That's a great question. I think the biggest thing is meeting the patients where they're at. So with the traditional brick and mortar clinic, the patients are actually coming to you. But with our folks, we're actually going out to where they are, whether that be under the bridges, in the woods. We're basically meeting them in their home place, meeting them in a spot where they feel comfortable, where they feel safe. And then being able to take that and meet them where their needs are. Focus on what they want and what they need
1: out of their health care. So why do you think that the patients you encounter, especially knowing that they're people experiencing homelessness, have a lack of trust?
2: So I think oftentimes our patients, you know, have experienced a lot of trauma, have experienced a lot of different traumas and fears in their lives. And so some of that just leads to a lack of trust. They've had experiences, whether it be, you know, in hospitals, in doctors' offices, where they just haven't felt somebody has taken time to make them feel like they're a person. And oftentimes they feel that they're not taken seriously or they have stigmas that are attached. So whether it be that they're outside because they're doing this to themselves or, you know, they have history of violence in their background, or drug use, or, you know, they're just dirty. I actually had one patient a few weeks ago that I visited who told me that he was having trouble getting food. And when I asked a little bit more as to why he was having trouble getting food, he said, that every grocery store or corner store he went into, they actually told him that he couldn't come in because he was dirty and he smelled and they wouldn't allow him to get any food. So I think sometimes when, you know, people are making judgments or there's this certain bias towards our folks that, you know, our patients kind of have that lack of trust with, you know, doctors, providers, hospitals, but even sometimes immunity itself.
1: Being that you were new to working in street medicine, how would you say that you're able to overcome? The distrust between patients and providers?
2: So, I think anywhere where you start off at a new job, you're going to be, you know, kind of building those relationships with your patients and trying to build that trust. And that trust doesn't happen overnight, it takes a long period of time and, you know, uh, continually seeing your folks to do that. The way that I did this, or, you know, we were able to do this with our folks and our patients was, especially in street medicine, relying on the team. So, the street medicine team as a whole has this word community, and they're very trusted with their patients. So that's even dating back to when it first started with Brett Feldman. I still have some of my patients who tell me, I remember when Brett carried me out from the woods, and I had to get abdominal surgery afterwards. So I think the trust has kind of followed. And so I think just kind of being with the team and relying on the team. You know, I spent a lot of time with Nani before she retired. And every time we were out together, she was introducing me to the folks, talking about how this is the new face that you're gonna be seeing, you know, she's it. And it was really the word of the providers, the word of the team that kind of carried me to build that trust with my patients and then me being able to kind of carry that forward. I also think to some degree that there's a huge level of trust that the patients have in the street medicine team as a whole whether that be the providers, the community health worker, you know the CRS, every member on the team, the folks feel that they can trust them. And I think that that's an important key thing that actually helped with me developing a relationship with the patients and a sense of trust that the patients had in myself. I think they fully understand that the team is not going to hire somebody or have anybody on the team That wouldn't align with the values of, you know, serving the community and really having a heart and being there for the patients and somebody who would be able to care for them and meet them where they are at in their health journey. So just a little bit of a background about myself. I went to DeSales University, so similar to Seth and Nani. I had the pleasure of working with Nani, who was a great mentor. She was one of my professors there, and so I think that that relationship that we had, you know, now that we're colleagues, it's amazing. Where we both were able to kind of show our patients, and kind of, you know, we would joke with the patients, and, and I would say, you know, I learned from the best. I know that Nani's leaving, but I learned from the best right here, and I'm gonna kind of carry that on. And so I think that also helped patients because Nani and I had a prior relationship before even just starting this job. So that was another way that we were able to kind of build on with the patients and kind of not feel like, you know, one provider was just abandoning them or leaving, but it was more of like a continuum of care. And that really came about because Donnie and I and um, me being able to be out with Seth, we were able to have about a few months of overlap. And in that overlap, you know, we kind of just did things together and patients were able to see my face over and over again and be like, hey, that's Rue, you know, she's going to be around and she's going to be here now and she's going to be the new provider and you know those were things even just nani would say or any member of the team and so once they kind of got used to it they're like hey yeah she knows her stuff and then i think at one point i had been out with seth and we were out seeing a couple folks and seth was like she is it like this is it she's the new provider and another time i was out nani had told everybody they were like you know she's the newer younger version you know she has a lot of new ideas and thoughts And that's all I needed, that foot in the door. And that was kind of key to getting me in. The provider's words, the team's words itself, kind of got you that little bit of trust that you needed with the patients. And then it was up to me to build those relationships with our folks. But I think the team has carried that trust in such a way that they're able to kind of pass it on to each new member that comes onto the team. But then it's up to you to carry your own relationships because each provider is different in how they practice their styles and how they work to get the things done that the patients need. I think the one thing that also helps build trust within our patients and new providers is the presence of yourself in the community. So, you know, there are a couple people who may not have wanted visits or may not have wanted anything, but even just seeing you around, knowing that you're there. So when they are ready to have a visit, you can meet them where they're at. So I think that's another big thing. So one story from one of my patients that I actually saw a couple weeks ago, he had an abscess on his hand. And I had told him, you know, I want to see you back maybe in a few days. Where can we find you? And he said, I'm not sure, you know, around. So I gave him a couple seconds to let him think about it. And then after a few seconds of silence, he goes, you know, street medicine always finds a way to find me, even when I don't want to be found. And so I think the patients themselves have so much trust in street medicine team as a whole. And I've noticed that that's kind of what helped me get through, you know, being that new provider on the block.
1: So for my time working with the street medicine team here, I know that the team is almost like a family. So you just talked about how the team helped you gain that trust of new patients from switching that hand from one provider to another. So how would you say that it's important to have that trust and friendship just between
2: Yeah, so I think that's really an important question, an important thing to focus on, because as a group, we're all working together to have one kind of goal. You know, we all want to serve and help out our patient population. We want to be able to give our
1: patients as much as we
2: can. But we as a team, every member is.
1: So for my time working with the VHP Street Medicine team, I've seen that the team as a whole is almost like a family so you just mentioned how the team and their work were able to help you bring that trust between patients as you guys switched from provider to provider. So how important cool would you say it is to have that trust and friendship just between teammates? Well,
2: that's a great point, and I think it's really important. This team is family, and I think in order to be able to provide the best care that we can for our patients, be able to provide whole care, loving care, we as a team have to kind of be close knit and be able to be there to take care of each other and work together. I think it's also important that with our team, you know, each member on the team has a value and they're bringing something to the table to help our folks. And I think it's important that we all as a team are able to appreciate the team members, be able to work well together, you know, listen to different thoughts that folks might have. I think with our team, one of the biggest things is that every single team member has a say with what they think that we should be doing for our patients or how they think that we should be doing things to constantly improve. And I think the big thing is teamwork and being able to, you know, be that family. Aside from even just being kind of family at work, I think it's important to, you know, be able to translate that outside. Sometimes with life, you know, we have things at home and have things that are going on that may be making our workday a little bit harder. And it's good to be able to rely on the team to be a family and be there for you. Even just with work, some days are great, but some days are harder. You know, often, we're laughing with our patients, you know, we're hugging our patients, but there are moments where we're there for the tears and there to kind of be with them. And so I think during those good days and the hard days, if we're a family, you know, we're all kind of able to support each other and to support our patients better.
1: Having worked in street medicine for the past three months, gaining new patients and having existing ones, the distrust of providers in healthcare as a whole is something that's always relevant, especially working with people experiencing homelessness, how have you found over time that you're able to break down this distrust?
2: from a provider standpoint, you want to know about all the medical things, their past medical history, their medications they're taking, but take a minute, stop, look at the person as a whole, you know, just being able to sit and listen and talk to them and being able to say, I know I want to cover all these things, or I want to work on your blood pressure today. But instead of doing that, just saying, what do you need? What can we do for you today? And kind of taking that time, I think being able to just sit, and sometimes listen is the best way to gain a patient's trust. And also meeting them where they're at. How can we help you in your healthcare journey? How can we meet you where you are and how can we take you where you wanna go? So I think having a dialogue with the patient. So it's not always just about our recommendations and things that we wanna do, but really being able to hear what the patient is looking for in their health journey and being able to help them navigate that, I think is really important with helping to break that trust down. So at one time, Josh and I had gone out to see a patient I had seen her maybe two or three times and it had been quite a bit. But we went in, we saw her, we were just talking to her, and I was just listening, asking questions, just kind of building that relationship. And eventually, she had told us about her substance use. We left that tent, Josh and I, and Josh goes, I've been working with her for three years. And, you know, she had never once mentioned that to me. So sometimes it's just about sitting with that patient and listening and, you know, letting them know that you're here for them where they feel like they can trust you. And then slowly, little by little, they'll let you into their lives, you know, not just medically, but into their whole lives where you can get a picture of that patient as a whole. So it's kind of just sitting, listening, opening your heart and really just showing them that you're there for them however they need.
1: That's great. I think it's incredible and important to have that time just to sit down with a patient and learn more about what's happened to them as a whole rather than just their current medical issue that they come to. I
2: do think that the holistic approach with our patients is extremely important. We are a medical team, but there's a whole bunch of different aspects to our team, which I'm sure you've heard about in our other podcasts. But I think it's really incredible that, you know, my backpack has a lot of medication. So things for blood pressure, things like antibiotics. But the neat part is also in the trunk, we have tents, we have sleeping bags, we have bug spray. And a lot of our patients sometimes may not be thinking about their blood pressure. It's kind of more of that survival mode. Maybe where am I going to sleep tonight? Or, you know, the bugs are really bothering me. I just need some bug spray. Or I haven't had any water. Do you happen to have any in your trunk? And I think taking some time to stop and being able to focus on those things that the patient has concerns about at that time also helps to kind of break down that trust. So I think that that's the way that we kind of approach the patient as a whole.
1: So building off the idea of a whole person approach, how do you think that that approach helps to build trust and relationships with patients who might not be willing to talk about a certain medical history or bring up current illnesses to maybe a different team member or another provider?
2: So I think a lot of times when we're meeting patients at their homes, at their locations where they're at, it helps in terms of starting off offering that safe place because that's where they feel safe and at home. And I think the big thing is continuing to offer our patients a safe space. We continue to offer a judgment-free zone. So we're here, we're there to listen and learn and ask questions to the patients. The patients teach me as much as you know, I learn from the patients as much as they learn from me. But I think the important thing is kind of seeing that patient as a whole. And we're not just kind of putting them in those categories that oftentimes when they are at the ER or they are at different places that they feel that they've been put into. So, you know, we're kind of taking that stigma away. We're kind of taking that judgment away. And we're kind of just saying, you know, looking at them and saying, you know, we're here. We're here to listen. We're here to be there for the ups, the downs, and whatever we can do to provide care for you. I think the other thing is, you know, time. Time is a big one. So not rushing the patients, not pushing them. Provider-patient discussions to figure out what we can do to better their health and so come together on it is also really important to help with that trust.
1: So knowing that patients are your biggest referral source, how would you say it impacts the ability to build trust in relationships with patients that are referred to by their friends?
2: That's really interesting that you say that because as I've been working for the past three months, I see that a lot of our referrals are actually from our folks and our patients themselves within the community, everybody is there to support each other and help each other. And so oftentimes I'll be working with a patient, they'll be like, hey, like down there, over there, you know, he needs a a checkup today, you know, maybe swing by. And I think that the patients themselves have so much trust in us and are able to realize that we provide this safe space for them, provide good quality care, able to provide a judgment-free zone that they feel comfortable saying, hey, you know, the provider is down here, come on in and have a visit. And I think that that trust that the patients have in our team allows the patients to feel very comfortable with saying, you know, their street medicine is coming around today, you know, does anybody need anything? So it's really interesting to see that a lot of our referrals, yes, are folks because They know that we're coming around. They know we're checking in on them. They know even if they don't need a visit, don't need anything medically, we'll still stop in, say hello, Um, You know, water supplies. And the fact that they consistently see our faces around, you know, to check up on them, see how they're doing and just truly have a conversation or care or just be in the past and like, hey, how are you? It slowly allows them to let us kind of into their lives and into their hearts. And slowly we're able to kind of have those relationships and be able to see the new patients as well.
1: So how long have you been doing street medicine?
2: So I've been with The Street Medicine for almost three months now, and what a great three months it has been. Thank you to the team. If you guys are listening, you've been awesome in welcoming me. And even thank you to our patients and folks who have welcomed me with open arms. But I've been here for about three months now, and it has been great. Prior to this, I was actually working at a family practice office for about three and a half years. where traditional brick-and-mortar clinic. I was able to see my patients, build relationships, which is one of my favorite parts, and take care of their medical needs. But while I was there, I just felt like something was, you know, kind of missing. And so when COVID had happened, I had actually spent a good amount of time working in a tent that was outside of our urgent care And it was a small little tent where water would come in. You know, we had heaters in there, and it was just me and my doctor. And we spent some time together seeing folks, screening them for COVID and helping with all of that. I did it, volunteered within the community for one Wednesday, which ended up turning into a weekend. And then, you know, a few months of weekends working there. After that, we ended up changing it over to a vaccination site where we were able to give vaccines to the community and be able to help facilitate that. And so I think from working outside, working within the community, I just learned that there's so much that the community needs, and to be able to serve the community is awesome. I actually grew up in Allentown, and I was born at 17th and 2. And when I had found out about the opportunity to be able to come back to Allentown to be able to serve my community, I was more than thrilled. Reason being is my parents actually came here with two bags in their hands from India to provide a better life for their kids. And they always taught us that this is the community where you grew up in. This is the community that raised you, raised you to be the person you are today, raised you to be the provider you are today. And I would be nowhere, me and my family would be nowhere without this community. And so I think if I can even just give a little bit back to my community and to be able to help the folks who turned me into the provider I am today, That warms my heart. And growing up, I have done a lot of work within the community through Key Club, Girl Scouts, and my family has always been big on serving the community. And I've watched my father serve in the community for so many years. And so being able to kind of put my love for primary care, building relationships and being able to serve the community was what drew me to street medicine in the first place. During my time at sales, we also had the ability to work at Safe Harbor, the Allentown Rescue Mission, and that was always something that I enjoyed doing. And so when I went to Hershey and the Harrisburg region, I was able to kind of work in the community as well. And so I found that my love and my passion for medicine comes within serving the community and kind of being able to give back to the folks. And what better place to be able to serve the community and provide medical care for the town that I grew up in alongside of a colleague who I went to DeSales with and kind of following in the footsteps of one of my great mentors, Ani. Finally, what is one
1: takeaway you have for someone either currently working with an underserved population or looking to work with an underserved population?
2: One takeaway that I would have is to sit, take a minute, take your time. Patients want to feel more than patients. They want to feel that they're able to trust, open your heart, listen to them, learn from the patients. Patients are going to learn from you and just be ready to adapt. I think one of the best quotes I heard from somebody is that health happens outside of the office. And if you want to help people, you have to meet people where they're at location
1: wise and in their health journey. Thank you. I think that it's great just to take the time to open heart because someone's told me that street medicine is all about changing hearts and changing lives. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thanks, JJD. It's been a pleasure.
0: In today's episode, we talked about key aspects of building trust between providers and patients, especially in the street medicine setting. By offering a safe space for patients, street medicine teams allow the ability for patients to feel comfortable and disclose information at their own pace that they may not in other settings. Additionally, we talked about how the Valley Health Partners street medicine team has a good rapport with the patients they serve. Based on this rapport, they are able to gain trust with new patients based on patient-to-patient referrals. Thank you so much for listening today. You can find more information about the Valley Health Partners street medicine team and additional resources in the show notes below. Stay tuned for the next episode of Our Street Neighbors, where we will focus on the importance of community resources. See you then.